Hey everybody, I'm Brandon Wagner with the Infrastructure Group uh, with the first of hopefully many audio casts. Uh, today we have Dustin Kraft here, Corporate Account Manager for the Infrastructure Group. The uh, first, uh, first audio cast for you, right? Very first one, yeah. First one for me too. It's going to be great. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, I should use some sort of big radio voice like, hello, Brandon, you know, yeah. something real big. But I guess we'll keep it more, try to keep it more professional today. And yeah, whatever we can do to keep some interest. But yeah, that's right. Uh, so, Dustin, I guess today we actually really want to hit on the 2330. So, you know, a machine that uh, has really had a good reputation in the market. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, different applications for the machine and a lot of um I guess unique opportunities that got presented to us because of this machine, but um, it's really just to kick it off. We really want to talk about what markets we're even seeing our customers, corporate account uh, or corporate account customers utilize that 2330. Yep. Yeah. So I would say on the corporate account side of things, it's probably really no different than just regular non-corporate accounts. So we're seeing a lot of 2330s going into the fiber market and seeing some going to power. And then there's a few going into the gas market as well. Um, but again, the majority of them are going to fiber and in the power side of things. If I had to rank it, telecom be number one, power number two, gas number three. You know, I've got I've got accounts personally that uh, have their gas contractors that have twenty three thirties in their in their inventory, you know, in their arsenal of things that they're using. But yeah, I would say telecom is definitely more the the place for the twenty three thirty in general with our corporate accounts. Yeah, which I mean, when you think about it, that's really what we designed the 2334. So it was a, a smaller 2440 that could really fit that fiber market and really be a good performer for our customers. Um, so, you know, along with that, the different markets really, you know, where we're seeing it used, but how are customers using it or what what situations are they bringing in a 2330, say, versus a, you know, really a 2440? Where, where does that thing fit on the job site? Yep. I would say in general, again, with our corporate accounts, um, you know, if they're doing mostly urban work, they're probably going to go with the 2330. If they're doing a lot of rural fiber work, they're probably going to step up to 2440. So again, it really just depends on where they're working. But we do get the feedback from our corporate accounts that they feel like in general, the 2330 will do roughly about 80% of the work that the 2440 will do. So if they have room to be able to set that 2440 up out in a rural area, if they don't have room in an urban area, they'll go with 2330. It's out in rural, they'll go with 2440 typically. And I mean, a lot of that obviously is driven by the um, the power of the 2440, but is there a, I mean, a certain point where the cost, you know, maybe it's a cost position too. We say, you know, 2330, it's, it can do 80% of what 2440 is, but cost-wise you're you have that lower upfront cost or is it really and we know? we do hear that from our corporate accounts you know it does save them money on the front side too just hauling that thing around you know so if they buy a 2330 rather than a 2440 they can get away with using an f450 or f550 truck on a trailer with with air brake or i'm sorry regular brake electric brakes they step up to 2440 they're gonna have more of a, a semi-sized truck pulling that thing around with air brakes so it's just a lot a lot more goes with that when you step up to a bigger package like that yep. So obviously, I mean, that a lot of different things that are playing into, you know, why why customers are going that twenty three thirty route, especially on the corporate account side, correct? Um, where they're you know, the having bigger fleets of different drills. Um, so with that, you know, how are we positioning the twenty three thirty against the competition? You know, specifically when we're talking with the corporate account customers, you know, it's a little bit different, um, some different needs than we have in say a, just a local contractor. But uh, so, what type of things are we really um, 
bolstering on the 2330 to try to position ourselves against the... So we really like to talk in corporate accounts about power to footprint ratio, which in reality is probably no different than anybody else is saying. But um, we used to always compare the 2330 to the JT20. But after which came out with the JT24, we've also started comparing it, the 2330 to that as well. So when you look at it, I think the best way to summarize it is you can buy a 2330 and you can either get more power than a JT20 in the same footprint or you can have the same power as a JT24 in a smaller footprint. And when you look at the specs on those things and start comparing the models, uh, that really bears itself out. So just comparing the 2330 to the, the JT20, you know, that 2330's got 100 horsepower compared to the 74 on the JT20. So the 2330 is gonna give you 7,000 pounds more uh, thrust and 800 pounds more rotational torque than that JT20, but it's only one inch wider one inch longer, and it is actually 15 inches shorter than the JT20. So again, quite a bit more power, but same footprint. One advantage that 2330 has over that JT20. So you buy a JT20, you're gonna get 400 feet of 2.06 rod. That's it, that's your option. Well, the 2330, you have your choice. You can either get bigger, you can get the same amount of rod, 400 feet with two and three eighths inch rod, or one of our corporate accounts does all the time is they actually order the 2.06 rod. So same size rod as the JT20, but you get 80 more feet. So the thinking is, hey, you can go out a little bit further. I don't have to have some guy grabbing rod and adding maybe two or three extra rods by hand at the end. And so that's a big thing for our corporate accounts. You compare the 2330 to the JT24, the horsepower, virtually the same, 100 horsepower on the 2330 compared to 101 horsepower on the JT24, both making 24,000 pounds of thrust and 3,000 pounds of rotational torque. But that 2330 is 16 inches shorter and over a foot more narrow than JT24, all while being eight inches shorter overall. So there again, same power, much smaller footprint. So that's a big deal, again, when you get into those urban areas. Yeah. I mean, and you talked about it too, of you know stepping up the size of trailers. So obviously having a, a full mixer on a trailer with a 2330 has been a big um big advantage for our customers, you know, especially in the urban areas where they can't have multiple trucks on a site. They just don't have the room for it. Yep. Um, so I know that's something that we hear a lot on the, you know, just the generals, um, just contractors in the area. That's a huge piece for them. And anytime too, one thing to add that too, it's maybe not a big thing or maybe not something that guys usually think about too much, but I know we do hear it from our corporate accounts. You know, you talk about time on the job site, you know, they don't want their guys off going and having to get fuel because then they're stopping and getting donuts or, you know, whatever, wasting time basically, right? So that is one small thing too that you can always point out on that 2330 with a 35-gallon fuel tank. That is bigger than both the JT20 and JT24. That JT20 has only got a 30-gallon fuel tank compared to the 32-gallon fuel tank on the 24. So you get more fuel, should keep you on the job longer and hopefully keep your guys out of the gas station chasing fuel and donuts around, right? Yeah. No, that, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Um, so I guess another thing that I guess we didn't really talk about in that, but um, I know a huge piece of really all of our customers on why, why they choose Ramir over Ditch, which is really our dealer network. Yep. So I guess how, it's a little bit more of a sticking point. It's definitely a selling feature with our, with our dealership network. I mean, that is undeniably a huge thing for us, whether it's a 2330, 2440, it doesn't matter what size drill. Um, or whether it's a brush chipper, any of that stuff, it doesn't really matter. Our dealership network is a huge asset for us. And we hear that consistently from all of our corporate, corporate account customers. You know, back in the day, I had Asplen Tree, and they always talked about one of the big reasons we buy your chippers is because of the support we get from your dealership. And now I've got 
NPL, I've got Miller Pipeline. Um, and we consistently hear that as well. We're buying drills from you because of the support we get out of your dealership network. And when you look at the numbers, man, it really, it, you know, it's true. It, you can see it. So we were negotiating with a large corporate account earlier this year, trying to get an exclusive deal, which we did end up getting. And as we're going through that, we're, we're pointing out to them some of the advantages of going with us versus the competition. And that was one big thing that we pointed out, like, hey, look in the area that you're covering, we have five dealership groups that cover that area as compared to our competition covering that same area, they have over 20 different dealership groups, which when you first hear that, you think, oh, okay, whatever. That doesn't really make too big of a difference, right? But it does. I mean, you think about, you've got five groups, the consistency that you get as far as service out of five groups as compared to consistency or lack thereof in the experience dealing with 20 plus, that's a huge difference. And that is a huge asset for our corporate accounts. I mean, we can, our dealers work very well with us in putting programs together and servicing dealers and things like that. It, it feels very much like a, a partnership yeah. versus sometimes on the other side, I see it being more adversarial with the competition. So that's and, good. And you kind of see it. I mean, we were in a meeting with the corporate account oh, probably a year ago and they were listing out all the states that they were in. It's probably three or four states, but we're like, well, that's all this dealer group. Like, well, no, but it's three or four different states. Like, yep, it's this dealer group. So, it, I mean, that was, a, I think, an eye-opening for that customer of, you know, I'm really going to have one point of contact. And then I know that's a huge advantage of the corporate account uh, managers here at the factory. Of they, They're able to manage that relationship here and kind of coordinate among all the different dealers. But also the communication between dealers. They get along pretty well. I mean, I see that all the time with the accounts that I have. I've been watching that for, I've been for me almost 10 years now. And in the last... I'd say four or five years having Miller pipeline, for example, just seeing the way that the dealerships deal with each other. You know, I see Craig Butts and, and um, Gary Neerich working very closely on things. You know, that's just one example. I've got many more that I could go through listing specific guys, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's great the way that our guys do work together because it makes it a whole lot easier for us at the factory, as well as the guys out in the field, if everybody's moving in the same direction versus fighting each other. Yeah. So I guess we've talked about markets, you know, we've talked about kind of how we position against the competition. I guess the, the really the big point is what, what are the customers saying about the 2330? So what, what things are we hearing from the field or from our corporate accounts? Yeah. So one of the big things we always hear about is just the overall sound of that machine or maybe lack thereof. So it's, it's obviously very quiet. You know, I think when that thing first rolled out, I do remember hearing one or two times where our corporate accounts called in and they said they needed to get service out on this brand new 2330 because it wouldn't come all, all the way up to power. So we go out there and look at this thing and we're like, no, it's, it's all the way up to power. They're like, there's no way it can't be, it can't be at full power. It's, it, there's no way. Listen to it. Like, no, it's that quiet. So I think that was a testament to how quiet that thing is. We hear that a lot. Um, and then just going back to the overall power to footprint, just a smaller package, more power. That's, those are the two biggest things I would say we hear from our corporate accounts and why they choose that drill. I don't want to avoid the kind of elephant in the room, but we know we've had some opportunities on the 2330 recently. Um, so, you know, with the different updates that are coming out, so the new wiring harness, new frame, new thrust motor, like what, what, uh, what kind of impact or how are you guys broaching that subject with the corporate accounts, maybe ones that have had some issues? That I think will come down to really uh, individual account basis. I know for me personally, uh, with NPL and Miller, we've been fortunate. We've really not, had many issues at all so i would tell you with them we 
there's really not much we need to do there. Now I know some of the other account managers have, have definitely had issues with their accounts on that drill. So, you know, as we go through this, I think we'll definitely be looking to kind of pinpoint our efforts at those guys who've had bad experiences and essentially do a relaunch. I don't know if that's, if that's the right way to say it or what, but um, get it back in front and show them the improvements that are made because regardless of whether they've had a good experience or bad experience, uh, even from the guys who've had a bad experience, we've heard, Hey, look, the drill's great. You know, again, power to footprint. It's a, it's a great drill. Just, we need these issues resolved. If these are resolved, you get a real winner. Uh, and I think that's, uh, again, uh, another thing for us of just showing customers that we're, we're going to stand behind our equipment. You know, 23 came out five, six, seven years ago. And it's, we're continually updating. We're continually getting feedback from the field of what needs improvement. <clears throat> um, so I think that's another, another huge thing just to talk to customers about. Um, but I guess with, uh, with that, that's really what I had. So I think, uh, we covered it all. Yeah. I think we just, uh, nailed our first audio cast. First audio, man, it's in the books. I'm so excited. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah. It'd be a great time. Be sure to tune in for, uh, our monthly, uh, audio cast. Thanks a lot, guys.